Welcome to the Kingsman Podcast, brought to you by ACF Forge Men's Ministry. In this podcast, we dig into the Bible using SOAP notes. Now, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. A great way to get a little more out of your daily study. So let's dive in and see what God's got for us. Alright. So, yeah, say that again, what you are just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we were talking about soaps, and so recently we started doing soaps for this podcast. Yeah, and so soaps in 2020, I did a grand total of two <laughs> until we started doing these podcasts. And so, uh, for me personally, one good thing about doing this podcast is I'm soaping again and really getting back into really study. I have a tendency to read the scripture, and then the next day, I honestly couldn't tell you. Hardly Forget what I read. it. Yeah, right. Uh, but doing this soap method, sitting down here and writing it out, and the mm. applications and the prayer, it kind of sticks in my brain more. So mm. I'm getting in the habit of doing that again, and so I really like it. One thing that I found when I when I started out leading Bible studies and all that kind of stuff, one of the big reasons that I stepped up to do that is it forced me to actually do the work. Mm. Discipline. Do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not good at self discipline. Just not. So finding reasons to force myself to be disciplined. And I, don't, I think, uh, I don't know. I hope I'm not the only guy who struggles with that. Cause, uh, no, I don't think you are. I think that's a very guy thing, uh, to do. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, today we got Brandon and Johnny sitting around the table in our, uh, wonderful makeshift, uh, recording studio with welders and caribou antlers and rifles and this is the best kind of studio. It's, it's a great studio. studio. Garage I mean, studio. <laughs> Got all the ice fishing gear sitting there, ready to rock and roll here next week. It's, it's great. A cup of coffee in hand and off we go. What more could you want? What more could you want? <laughs> so today we are, uh, we're in John 14, 27. So, <laughs> so full disclosure, I started this one and I started writing it out. And it did not make any sense to me. And I realized I was in First John. No, no, no. I was in, uh, uh, not First John, John 13. Oh, okay. <laughs> not 14. I'm like, this does not make any sense to me. <laughs> well, I'm sure that can be meaningful as well. well so, to... yeah, here's here's part of the reason for that. We were just talking a little earlier before we, we start, started into this of, of how, like, I know for me, I struggle with, uh, if you give me, a paper Bible, and you say go to this verse or this chapter or this whatever, this book. It can take me a little bit to walk through it. I think you know, with with the ease of technology and U version and Google and all that stuff, it's very easy just to quickly pop up whatever book it's of so the Bible easy. you want. And then if you have to, so this year as we get into as we're into twenty twenty one, one of my uh, my things is to be in a actual paper Bible more. So in the flow. Yeah. So I was uh, not paying attention and I started reading the page before. See? Paper mm-hmm. Bible flip. And uh yeah. Ah, that'll be a challenge one day. We just open the Bible and soap whatever verse we come to, no matter what. Mm, there we go. I like it. <laughs> I tried to find Ephesians the other day in a paper ba- uh, Bible, and I was flipping back and forth and back and forth, mm-hmm. and I finally found it. And 
It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have, I have the first four gospels down. I know where to find them, but yep. after that, I get lost. In <laughs> exactly. And I can find Revelations. <laughs> Genesis and Revelations, I can find pretty easy. Oh, right? those are it's those like, are fairly right? easy to find. Yep. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, all right, uh, John 14, 27. Uh, would you do the honors of reading this for us? Sure. 1427, John. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Mm. So, peace I leave with you. I love that. So, my application... Uh, the peace that God offers is different is what hit me mm-hmm. out of that. It's not a peace that's dependent on me. It's not a peace that is anything that has anything to do with what I do. I think we try really hard to be peaceful. We try and cut things out of our life. We try and get rid of Facebook. We try and do whatever it is to, to put ourselves in a place of peace. And this just says, there's nothing outside of his peace that will give us true rest. Yeah. One thing that stuck out to me was I looked at that phrase, not as the world gives, do I give to you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many times in my life, I've looked at different things, even, even, you know, I grew up in a Christian family. And then when I was in my twenties as an adult, I thought about things and I formally, you know, accepted Jesus. And then, uh, in my walk with him, uh, over these decades, you know, I'm in my late forties now. So, over these walk with him, you know, even this past year with the the COVID and the quarantine, uh, something as simple as Amazon. I mm. found myself, oh, I'll go to this and order on Amazon and I'll do this and that. And what I found out if, if I finally realized it was, you know, on days when I was feeling bored or a little bit anxious or depressed, uh, it's so easy just to turn to Amazon and buy fill in the blank. For me, books, fishing gear, mm. you know, a new sweatshirt, whatever it was. And just just the thrill of getting something new, I realized that it was just, that was in a way, a way of getting peace. Mm. And of course, you know, a few days after you got it, then, you know, it's old stuff then. So, uh, but I think a lot of us do that, whether it's uh, through, through materialism, ordering stuff. You know, in my past, I've struggled with uh, using pornography as a way to deal with uh, mm. the anxiety and boredom. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, I've... I've um, spend a lot of money on various things. I think anything that's even good stuff like taking vacations or, or buying stuff or even relationships, you can use those to try to build a peace on them without getting the true peace that Jesus has and mm. all of those other things, whether it's uh, bad stuff like pornography or alcoholism or uh, illegal drug use, or even stuff that's normally good. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with ordering stuff off of Amazon, but if mm-hmm. you use that and use the going on vacations or relationships with your girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, whatever, if you make try to make that a peace foundation, it'll always go away. It'll always fade. And mm-hmm. so these worldly things that provide us peace, they don't do it. And Jesus, he is, I think, uh, I don't remember the verse, but he talks about being the living water and he's the one that's going to truly give you that peace and not all those other things, that j- junk that we try to fill in. Mm. So as uh, recently, my my wife's cousin came up and surprised her with a visit, which was awesome. He's such an amazing guy. He's a he's a missionary in Canada of all places, huh? Right. So he works. <laughs> hey? Yeah. Right. So he works with First Nation people of Canada, which is the, the oh, native really people cool. Of Canada, oh yeah. Right. In uh, outside of Calgary, 
And he's he's such a cowboy. He's like he's the quintessential cowboy. That's what they do down there is they mm. they farm, raise beef as is part of his stuff. Anyway, um, so we were talking about it. And he's like, man, it, when you when you're struggling with that anxiety, when you're when you're that's creeping in, the depression's creeping in. Look for the lie because there's a lie that's being told about you that you're mm. believing about yourself. <laughs> when you really look for the truth and what God says is the truth, man, you can start to, he's like, for me, at least it, you start to separate that out and you see what the, the, the lie is that I'm being told that's causing these things. And man, I thought that was such a great point. Such a good insight into that is don't believe the lie. Mm-hmm. And there's always a lie somewhere that we, you know, uh, just, uh, yesterday, I just read through a, a passage in Genesis about, you know, in the garden of Eden where the serpent came up and, mm-hmm. um, basically, Gave that temptation, which was a temptation in the form of a lie, you know. And Adam and Eve, they chose to to take that lie and mm. go with it. And I think that's a a thing that we struggle with too, you know. Is just that that lie that my life needs whatever, fill in the blank, in order to to be better, right? Uh, whether it's a job, a relationship with a person, anything, you know, working or seeing. Um, even some of the younger people in the church and some of the teenagers, I've been married for a long time. And so sometimes I forget uh, how it was in the dating world. Mm. But I think uh, a lot of young people, they look and try to find uh, a piece of their soul in another person. And there's a place in that. There's a reason God made marriage and everything like that. But if you look for a person to put a piece in your soul that God's meant to fill, uh, it's never going to match. And so... I've been thinking a lot about these relationships these young people go through, and it's so tempting, I think, to think that your happiness depends on this relationship, this boyfriend, this girlfriend, this spouse. Uh, I need to be married. I need this. When in reality, once you get that boyfriend, that girlfriend, or you get that marriage, you're still going to feel empty without mm. that that God-shaped peace that's supposed to be in you, mm. if that makes sense. That makes total sense. I would say that it not just the boyfriend, the girlfriend, but the job, the car, oh, yeah. the vacation, the whatever it is, um, you won't have that peace. Something that when I was reading through this and thinking about it, something that hit me was uh, everything in this world tends to disorder. Look at the second law of thermodynamics. Everything <laughs> is getting slower. Everything, The world is slowing down. Everything is tending towards that disorder. So why is it that we feel that we can in an earthly setting, make things better. Science is proving that things are slowing down. Things are getting worse. You're not going to put a chunk of metal out in the rain and the the weather, and it's going to get shinier. It will tend to dissolve to nothing. Mm -hmm. So why is it that we think that earthly things are going to do the opposite in our spiritual life? Mm -hmm. We have to look outside of that. It has to be something outside of this earth that can do that. And the only thing that there is is God. He is outside of that. Mm. He is the only one that can bring that peace. Yeah, I, uh, this may surprise you, Brandon. I'm 48 now, and uh, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to be an NFL quarterback or a billionaire or an astronaut. I think I finally started to let those things go. <laughs> mm. And the reason I say that is because about a year ago, I hit a, a place where I looked at my professional life and I was really unhappy with my life because I was not where I wanted to be or where I thought I would be. 
professionally. And it was one of these things where it was the, uh, I was out of high school for 30 years and it was my 30 year high school reunion. And so I was looking mm-hmm. at my life and I was getting a little bit down because I just, you know, I joke about the billionaire and all that part of it, but I just wasn't at the professional part where I thought I would be when I was my 18 year old yeah. self. Yeah. And finally, what happened was that it dawned on me is that for me, my career, my job, what I was looking to do, mm. I was looking at that as a, a piece of my soul that only God could fill. And that was a big piece in me because I think that's something that a lot of guys mm. struggle with. And it's good to have a career. It's good to have work and a job that you're passionate about. But if you make that a core piece of your identity, it's at one point it's eventually going to come to – it may take as long as when you retire, but eventually mm. uh, you're going to lose that identity. And I was reading one day about where we need to make our identity based on Jesus, period. Mm. Not Jesus and I'm a fill-in-the-blank accountant, lawyer, Mm. welder, plumber, nothing. It's just that put that identity on Jesus and everything else when you're not that plumber, welder, bank president, billionaire, NFL quarterback one day, Mm. you'll still have that sense of peace. And that was something that I had to struggle with in a way my job was kind of an idol for me. I was always looking for something in a job, and I kept uh, I kept moving from job to job looking for that peace that only God could give. And once I hit that point uh, over the last couple of years, I've really had a sense of peace working mm. that I've never had before. Mm. And it, it was, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm rambling, I'm no, thinking as good. I go here, but really good. Um, that's, that was a, instead of trusting in God and, and taking Jesus's peace, my job was a worldly peace that I was looking for. I think that's so important for men to hear. Uh, we put so much on what we do. I am a fill in the blank, like mm-hmm. you said. And I think we take pride in that, but I don't think that is necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think there there is a, a small amount of pride that is built into that that God wants us to have pride mm-hmm. in what we in do. In its because, place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely, that's not a bad thing. Like, I'm proud of the fact that I spent so many years working as a firefighter, as a medic, mm-hmm. and, and in the medical field. I'm, my, that's that's part of me that is, there's a pride for that. And I'll always have that in kind of my, uh, I don't want to say my back pocket, but that's part of my who I am. Is oh, yeah. That, you know, man, I hear that at work now, right down the rows of fire firehouse, and you hear those sirens go, and it's just like, you know, like there's something in like, oh, there they go, you know, man. <laughs> um, that's not me. That's not who I am. That is not your core that's identity. Not my core identity. My yeah. core identity is something higher than that. And it's not until we look outside of a fallen world that we see true peace and our true identity. Mm-hmm. I think that's such an amazing key point that. That you brought up. I love that. So that was really good. And I guess my application on that was just, uh, you know, I've, I've noticed one key thing. And I guess it's a, and a lot of my applications, I come back to just focusing on Jesus daily and meditate on his peace. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. for me, that is just a key thing that just daily, even after decades as a Christian, mm-hmm. I have to just remind myself daily, focus on Jesus, focus yeah. on Jesus every day. And I can't let that up or these other idols will get in my heart. Mm. Yeah. And for me, like I, I think I said earlier, Christ's peace is outside of the laws of the fallen world is remembering that I, even in a Christian setting, I think I can get focused on the fallen world side of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
you know, inside of the church, inside of a Bible study, inside of hanging out with my Christian brothers, I can so get focused on that and not realize that this is just the small part of something so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that was the application I pulled out of it is, is looking, looking outside of us. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last sentence that I wrote under my application was, avoid mm-hmm. basing my peace on earthly things. And Ooh. it's like, yeah. that's just... I think that's a very fine line that, in all honesty, a lot of people struggle with. It's like even good stuff like my marriage and mm-hmm. my relationship with my son and and the joy that I have hanging out with my Christian brothers and our Bible study that we do and everything is like there's a fine line between enjoying that yeah. and, and basing my peace on that in a place where God should have that place, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I really like that. It's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get caught up in. You know, when you don't 100% like your job, a way to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, of, a lot of people. I've been there. I've been in a job that it was literally all it was is a way to keep my, my roof over my head. Mm-hmm. And I got so caught up in, so for me, going from I, I about three years ago, actually three years ago yesterday, uh, I was sitting in an OR getting my back worked on. Oh. <laughs> uh, I had, uh, I worked, like I said, I worked as a medic and a firefighter for a long time and I had a, a severe back injury that almost paralyzed mm-hmm. me. Um, so three years ago, yesterday I was sitting in an OR getting ready to go get cut on and, uh, God pulled me through that. I had a very skilled surgeon and God did some, God did some work there. Um, it put me to a spot where I no longer could work as a medic. I was no longer able to do what I saw myself as. And there's not a lot of call as far as uh, occupation for a a firefighter who can no longer be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And it and I didn't have anything. I was looking for a job everywhere and I ended up working at a front counter of a auto body shop. And it just drug on me. I was no longer the the big bad medic, you know, cruising mm-hmm. down the road, lights and sirens, doing CPR and saving lives, you know, all the stuff that, you know, we think of ourselves doing, whether we really do it or not, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you think of yourself as, is, is that is that guy who's standing in that, that emergency helping somebody to now answering phones and taking appointments. And it just drug on my soul. And I wasn't living in the fact that, this is an earthly thing. Now I am no longer a firefighter. What else am I? And I wasn't stepping into the fact that I am a heir to God's throne. A child of God. Yeah. It's like in the back of your head, like, yeah, I know that, but you don't truly know that. I, I, I wasn't living that was, I think, the key. Oh, yeah. It's like you had it in your head, but it yeah. wasn't just down deep in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like if you tell somebody who's never climbed a mountain, oh man, the view up there is incredible. Yeah, I'll, yeah, it's probably incredible. Mm-hmm. Until you get up there and you see it, you, just, you can't explain it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Like I could sit there and I'm like, oh, I know, I'm, I'm a child of God. I know that I'm a Christian, but life sucks. And I'm frustrated and I'm mad and I'm letting myself buy into the lie that this is all I am, mm-hmm. which caused anxiety, which caused stress, which caused, man, if you talk to my wife, that was probably the roughest you 
six, six to nine months of our marriage was that right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a very guy thing. You know, our careers and our jobs, our vocation are so much a part of us. Um, and they're not just guys, you know, ladies too. But I think for guys especially, uh, our makeup, you know, I watch my wife and her friends and they have careers and they have jobs. But I don't see it becoming a core part of their identity like I see it in a lot of guys. Absolutely. Uh, whether guys around here, we have a high military population, and whether in the military or non-military, it just, it's just, I don't know, there's something the way we're wired that or what we do becomes such a part of us. Mm. It's not necessarily a bad thing, like you were saying earlier. It's just like when we, we forget that core identity of yeah. who we are. And I think you said earlier, even as a, even in the Christian world, it can be very easy. I mean, I've been, Grew up in the church, grew up as, I would call myself a Christian pretty much my whole life. And even in that, I forgot that. Mm -hmm. So it's a common thing to do. Man, that's good, Johnny. That's real good. Good stuff, Brandon. That's so, a good verse. That was, good um, I always get everything, any, uh, a lot out of these soaps, but there's some verses that just hit you more than others. And that was one for mm -hmm. me that hit that's me. In. Well, uh, let me pray, pray for us and we'll, uh, we'll get onto it. So. Father God, thank you. God, I pray that as we step out of here, as we go about our day, go about our week, God, that we we live in the fact that we are more than this world, that we are called to something higher, and that you have put on us your your kingdom, God, that we can walk out here and we can show Christ to everybody, even in a place that we don't uh, don't enjoy it, and that we're maybe don't like, God, that somebody can look at us and say, even in that, they are still, there's still something different about that man. God, I, I pray that we can have a peace that is unexplained by this world, that is outside of a fallen world. God, that uh, we just, just radiate that peace out, Father. And God, if we're not feeling like we're just low and struggling, God, that you remind us that to, to pull in, pull into to, to brothers, to pull into um, your truth of who we are. God, we love you. We thank you. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So as always, uh, like we're going to be doing here for the next month or so, we have the bro treat coming up, which is, uh, here at ACF. We, uh, we partner with church on the rock in the Valley. We go up to victory Bible camp and we spend an awesome weekend of fellowship, worship, and just growing. Um, so hit our Facebook up, uh, to get more information on that. That is, uh, uh, ACF Forge Men's Ministry on Facebook. We're going to be putting a link on there to sign up. I think the early bird special goes through, uh, January 31st. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, like our Facebook, give us, uh, gives you some information there. Last is, uh, whatever you're listening to this on, whether it's iTunes, Google, subscribe and like the podcast. That's going to give us a good five-star rating, keeps us doing what we're doing, uh, gives us just a little more tools to push this out. And most importantly, share the podcast. There's somebody out there that probably needs to hear this uh, with not just us. Share it, get it out there. All right, Johnny. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you.